God, it makes me want to dance. Uh, all right, we're back for the latest episode of the League Community Podcast. I, of course, am a Dylan Most Dirty. With me today as co-host is Scarizard, and today we are absolutely cursed to have one Mark Sassenrath, a.k.a. G-Mang. That's right, two Gs. We're going to get to know him a little bit before diving into his work here at Riot, and uh, in particular, we're going to talk a little bit about the Shen update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to get yeah, updated. That sounds good. Everything's well, about to get updated on this podcast. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Man, uh, no, you know... I, I'm. I was. I thought Dylan was going to ask me, but because you asked, I'm doing fantastic. Mark. Yeah, I don't yeah. care about you, Scar. I mean, the, yeah, the, I know the hosting situation here. I could see some room for improvement. You know, wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I gotta yeah. say. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Hold <laughs> out on our own podcast. <laughs> Mark has come to, in. to yeah. turn us against one yeah, another. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna turn Only it over Mark. to you, Mark, uh, because you know, uh, G Mang. The yeah. the double G's got to say it's always kind of caught mm. me off guard. Uh-huh. Uh, I wanted you know. Let's just start. Tell me. Tell me about where you're from. Tell me about your humble beginnings. Well, for I'll, I'll talk about gaming mostly, I guess, because that's probably the, what's, what's relevant here. Yeah, um, we care about you as a person. Yeah, Mark. I mean, yeah. but yeah. they but they care about you as a gamer, so yeah. you should probably yeah, yeah uh, hop to so, it. So yeah, I grew up with like an old Windows machine, like three point one kind of thing. Oh um, damn, we had. Um, uh, a lot of educational games, and then Doom Two, which you know, go together really well. <laughs> Doom Two um, is educational. That's, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. Uh, well, Mom, I'm learning how to defend from hell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the hell demons are you know good educational uh, facilitators. Learn, learning what the say. inside of of an eye demon looks like will will aid me in my career as a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you like dodge fireballs and stuff, and it's really relevant to I don't know. Lots of yeah, life it's, things, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, a lot, uh, lots of life experience playing Doom Two. Uh, yeah, but uh, so Doom Two was awesome. Uh, that was like the first like hardcore real game i'd say i had um uh and then growing up we had uh we did not have like the 16-bit kind of 2d consoles but we did have a game boy and i got an n64 as like my first big console yeah um so like lots of nostalgia over that of course you know your mario yeah all that good stuff i'm sorry did you say mario yeah your mario god your marios yeah what was the first big gaming experience for you that you kind of locked it in. You were like, "All right, I, games are my thing. This isn't just like a passing phase for me." It was. It might be Brood War. I'm trying to think. Like Brood War was the first really big like online game for me, where I just spent hours and hours for months and months playing mostly custom maps actually, but also using the map editor. This is so like, I, really cool. I I never played any of the StarCraft games. This is this a out. mod of one of the first ones. Oh, is yeah, an yeah. expansion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You yeah. can you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, but I don't know. Uh, I'm yeah. sitting over here, like leaning back with nostalgia, and you're just like, "What is this game?" Well, Brood I'm War? just, I'm trying to say, maybe, maybe a lot of people out there don't know what Brood War. Sure, is. Sure, so yeah, give, yeah. Give, me the, give me the quick, well, the quickness. Brood War is a sci-fi real-time strategy game. Okay, uh, it is an expansion to StarCraft One. You know, okay. Terrans, Zerg, <laughs> yeah. Protoss. Um, for those who haven't heard, um, and... Protoss, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> That's the way you're looking at me right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So, so you got you got big on Brood War. It was, yeah. it was the big kind of experience. Brutal was really big because it was the first online game I played a lot, and it was also the first game I played that had a really rich map editor. Like, I'd played, like, um, uh, Tony Hawk 2 had a map editor that Yo. I got really into Tony for Hawk a long time. Tony Hawk 2 did have a map editor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also uh, had a Beast soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, was, dude. Yeah, the Tony Hawk yeah, soundtracks were actually what legit. got me and my brothers into music. Because we were like, whoa, yeah, there's different, you know, we're in Alabama, yeah. like, you just hear the banjos <laughs> and the tumbleweed moving mm-hmm. across the street, yeah. and then you hear, uh, like, people playing Crazy Taxi and Tony Hawk, and you're like, whoa, I didn't know there were so many uh, hip-hop music and The Offspring. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's the I only got... other band that was involved in that. Well, yeah. Alabama, Alabama listeners, uh, we still love you. Don't take that too personally. Well, you, well, I'm just saying, if anyone out there is from Alabama and you feel like you need to expand your world, go dig through the old Tony, <laughs> Tony Hawk's, Hawk's Pro covered. Skater games yeah. and, and you too can, can join me. Mm-hmm. Cool. So map editor. Yeah. So uh, I, I growing up, I really liked map editors, all your mm-hmm. uh, uh, brood war. I spent a long time doing map editor stuff, um, like RPG maker kind of crap. You know. Um, and uh, let's see, Warcraft 3 came out and oh, that also man. had a cool map editor. When it came out, it was like too advanced for my <laughs> lowly PC. I like couldn't play it for like a year. <laughs> yeah, I had just... to get a new machine. I didn't I didn't use the editors ever, but I sure as hell loved using them. For Like I would always be on the lookout for like playing World War II, but in StarCraft. The most insane crap, mm-hmm. you know? Or like you know, there'd be all these triggers going off left and right, like USA has entered the war. Yeah, and yeah. a bunch of like Marines show up. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, like they, there's just a lot of creativity in those yeah, maps also. 100%. Like yeah. I play a StarCraft like versions of like card games and like diplomacy and okay. like there's all sorts of weird sure. crap on those editors. It's right. Really, well, really well cool. so what what I want to kind of understand because it sounds I mean you you uh to tile this back right like you clearly were the designer on the Shen rework, right? And so yeah, yeah. and so is this kind of where game design started for you where you were like, "Oh, I'm starting to get into all these map editors." Is was that kind of what kicked off your passion or your drive to want to become a game designer or how did that get in there? Uh, yeah, it was probably part of it. I mean, I didn't really honestly think I would do game design as a big thing until college. Um, for me, it was like mostly a hobby thing. Yeah. Like I'd be like, oh, I'm going to make a D&D class or a card game or some Dude, or you just, a map. Dude, you did everything that I love when you were yeah. a child. Yeah. This, is, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, Sassy, may yeah. I call you Sassy? You can. Yeah, you may. <laughs> yeah, I, that that yeah. resolves. Yeah. Uh, so, so Sassy... What I want to know most, uh, because you have this cool extensive background in gaming and making all this stuff, is how did you make it to be where you are within Riot working on the Shen rework? What what was that journey like? How, how do you get from point A to point B there? Yeah, yeah. So I started playing LOL back in 2010 with a bunch of friends uh, and played it a lot throughout college. And then uh, around senior year, I was like kind of realizing that I actually did want to get into gaming full time as a job. And uh, I applied to Riot QA around the end of the year, and I got in uh, as as a game QA. What is all kind of the stuff that you've worked on while you've been here? Because I know you've always been involved in doing some cool behind-the-scenes tech stuff that maybe a lot of yeah. people wouldn't know about. Yeah, I mean, I, I did a lot of game QA stuff on, um, on new code things like... Um, a lot of stuff you probably wouldn't notice, like a lot of animation tech. So, like, the fact that, like... Um, uh, characters can do all sorts of like animations that blend together on top of each other at the same time like if you see like a lot of instant cast spells now they'll like have the upper body doing something lower body doing something else and all those kinds of combinations like, yeah there's I like was a, on the teams that was doing a lot of the work there's like zed things. for those of you out there the big zed players zed can yeah. like throw shurikens while moving in a different direction yeah yeah all those mm. the subtle things over there Bless or you, like Mark. um like syndra's orbs kind of how they like rotate independently of her body and all that cool stuff um what do you mean <clears throat> well, like, like they they go around her, but what are you? Talking yeah, like about? so Syndra Syndra as a character, if you watch her actually turn around a lot, you won't see the orb swivel and like turn on point whenever she turns. They kind of like have their own uh, path in space. Yeah, right? that would, that would look pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah, it was that was close to shipping until we kind of like had to intervene. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, I was like, yeah. oh no, this yeah. is not. Well, that's Mark, not look good. We, do, we do notice your work. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah, well, uh, well, I, I also want to call out. Uh, <laughs> You know, you you were very instrumental in working on the uh, Zareth update that uh, yeah. that, that uh, Zelnath and uh, Zenon the Stoic Daniel Klein worked on. Uh, you also uh, worked on Elise and the father of the Gangplank Barrels. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so over Barely time, I got, I got some some cool projects while I was still in QA. At, um, uh, like, for Xerath was a big, big project for me where I learned a lot about game design um, regarding um, basically just, like, how to analyze feedback and also, like, what it means to, like, have high... Um, high thread up time against people at long ranges and stuff like that. I mean, we can get into all, all that nerdy crap if, if you guys are interested. Yeah, but... for, for, for people listening, <laughs> yeah. uh, meeting Mark Sassenrath is one of the moments I realized I didn't know a lot as a game designer because I, I you know, no. he's just like, he's like, oh, what do you think about Zareth? I'm like, oh, I don't know. He does a lot of damage. He's kind of doing it from long range. And he's like, well, here's what I think. And he has a whiteboard and a PowerPoint. I'm like, <laughs> this makes so much sense. Uh, wow. Yeah. You're so good at this. God. Yeah. And so, uh, and, and I guess now that, that brings us to, to Shen, I guess. Right. Uh, Dylan, you were a big Shen player at some point, right? Yeah. Once upon a time. I mean, he, uh, I, I know that he appealed to the, uh, <laughs> he appealed to my rather basic skills when I first started the game. I mean, who am I kidding? They're still there. Uh, but he was just, you know, he's a ninja. He's a flippin' ninja. Or, or is that only yeah. on Kennen? Uh, I think, I think that's on all of them, he's, right? He's still uh, a flippin' ninja. We, we might have gotten rid of it at some point. Uh, I don't know. In our like, I know we've become more okay, sensitive about, about like it. buff bar messiness <laughs> over the years. Sure, sure, so, sure, sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he, uh, he, he's, he's a pretty basic appealing guy. You know, it's easy to not die as him. You got a lot of clutch save moments. Taunts are fun. All that stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do. I do feel like it's been very interesting with him over the years, though, because, you know, alternatively, you're seeing him a, a, hell, of a, t- a hell of a lot, uh, you know, game after game, or he'll just go vast stretches where you just don't see him at all. Like, God, I can't remember the last game I saw him in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think high reliability champions can fall into that a bit more, gotcha. where when they reach a certain threshold of of power, given their reliability, they get played a lot. Um and Shen, Shen has historically been one of those. Um, I mean, at uh, not competitive levels of play, his ultimate is I would not consider a reliable spell just because the coordination can be pretty tricky. But like once you guys get the coordination down as ultimate, he's a pretty reliable. So, champion. so, so when you talk about high reliability, yeah. uh, kind of as a design concept, expand a little bit. What, what do you mean when you're when you're saying high reliability? Like, what are some high reliability spells? They're kind of what you what you think when you hear that, right? There are spells that probably don't care a whole lot about aiming or what the target's decision making is is or what kind of context your fight is under. It's just a, a spell that you want to cast when you can cast it, and it's going to have a useful effect, you know, regardless of the circumstances. Um, and Vorpal Blade is probably a pretty good example of that. Um, uh, when you talk about key strike, I would say key strike's reliable. Obviously, there's like a cooldown that you have to worry about getting yeah, to melee range. Yeah, but most range, of the time, when, when, general, you need to, when you need to key strike someone, you're, yeah, you're key striking. Yeah, key striking is pretty pretty reliable. Um, and in general, um, uh, reliability is something that um, is not something you don't want in the game at all. Like targeted spells definitely have a, p- a place in League of Legends, but overall, your net pattern when you're dueling someone um, should not be entirely you know predictable. Um, yeah. It should be like a cool back and forth where you're not exactly certain. Um, who's going to land what, and how things are going to play out. And uh, in general, I think we've we've tended to move kit like uh, champion abilities away from uh, taken as a whole. This whole kit is really reliable, and I just need to apply it correctly. And more towards when I get into a, a fight with someone who's you know even level with me, we're not sure what's going to happen. There's going to be a cool duel that goes back and forth yeah. or something like that. They have this move in their pocket. I have this move in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. Things that we can do. And I feel like what you're describing here is kind of it's kind of been the trend. I think Dylan with with Shen in pro play or or sure. in, or in, in the minds of players, right? There's like oh, I I don't like leaning against him when he's strong. He just clicks on me. But but I like him being around because the ult is cool. Like it's a cool yeah, moment yeah. when he does it. Yeah, the ult is definitely a spell that we we from the very beginning of the rework discussions we were like this ultimate's really cool. It's really unique, um, and we don't want it 
you know, getting taken out of League of Legends. So you mentioned the op- uh, the opening of these discussions. That's something I'm always really curious about with these. I know I know from some past experience that that we had these the the idea of like the breaking meeting where everybody meets up, everybody involved meets up for the first time. We talk yeah. about everything about the character, dig into who they are, who they want to be, their fears, their hopes, their dreams, and all that type of stuff. Uh, you know, with you, I think Shen was was kind of your first uh, more independent project after some of the associated, uh, you know, kind of QA projects we we talked about. What was that like? That that first you know day you guys just dug into you know, what he was, what's good, what's Shen bad. on the whiteboard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Throw, Tell it, us about throw that. it out there. Yeah, well, Shen Shen was cool to talk about because Shen was uh, a character that had a lot of different interpretations and a lot of different reasons different people liked him. Um, and you can take him in a lot of different directions. You know, when when we sat down, we had conversations about like, oh, this, maybe this guy shouldn't be a tank, or or maybe Shen really shouldn't look like um, what he looks like. Maybe we want to do. You some mean like not like not something. look like a ninja or something? Is, yeah, is well, a, basically a because ninja crab? ninja as a, as a ninja is more of a class than a character. I think right. Like sure. we, um, uh, we have a lot of ninjas in League of Legends, uh-huh. and. Uh, we don't want Shen taking up all the ninja space, so he sure. shouldn't have dibs to everything ninja all the J- time. Yeah, just because he yeah. was the first one, because yeah, that yeah. won't matter. But he yeah. should be yeah. independent, too. You know, it, it was kind of a thing with me always. People be like, oh, why the heck is a ninja tanky? I was like, well, we've already got a lot of ninjas that kill you in the face with blades, lightning, yeah, dashes, yeah. all that stuff. Like, you know, why not? He's got his own little independent thing going on. Yeah, I think in general, when we thought about Shen, we wanted to make sure that he was distinct from other characters. And I think if we said, oh, Shen's a ninja, therefore he should be this lightweight assassin character who bursts you, it's like, well... Zed and Akali are already doing this. It's not adding very much to the game yeah, to do sure. that. Yeah. And I, I, I always kind of saw it. There were other games, I think, uh, the Final Fantasy MMOs, uh, 11 and 14, have had concepts like this in the past where games will have a ninja that, like, dodges a lot. Yeah, right? yeah. Like they they kind of, you, you yeah. know, and you're, and you're just sort of like, so they're tanky through the fact that they don't take a lot of damage. They're able to yeah. resist in that way. Totally. And so I kind of could see it. You know, when yeah. I had started playing Shen, I was like, oh, yeah, he, it's weird that he builds a bunch of health and a burning cape and stands next to you. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that part's weird. <laughs> but, like, you know, when he dashes through the group of everyone and everyone's like, whoa, we've been misdirected. I'm like, yeah. all right, that feels like a neat thing to yeah, do, right? Totally. But, Scarborough, we, we removed Dodge from the game. Well, we removed random dodge from the game. <laughs> Shoutouts to move. dodge. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, rip. well, so, I mean, I mean, Shen yeah. has dodge built into his kit, essentially, now, right? Uh, is, yeah, is that well, the new W... Um, uh, whether or not you want to call it literally dodge, but yeah, his, his, uh, his spirit blade basically parries all incoming attacks that mm. would hit any, any champions on his team nearby. And so, um, like a really common thing for Shen to do is to like dive into the enemy team, bring his sword up to him, um, and then immediately set off this dodge zone where he's just parrying all your attacks basically. Yeah. Gotcha. So you yeah. mentioned that spirit blade. It seems, yeah. it seems like back, you know, you guys were talking about what, uh, what Shen was, you know, the directions you wanted to take him. Yeah. It seems like that new spirit blade mechanic is really kind of the core uh, of what you guys set up, out, set up, uh, you know, set out to kind of pursue early on. Like this is what you kind of wanted to, to build the new, the new squeeze around, so to speak. Uh, at the start, uh, no. I mean, I mean, champion exploration these days, oftentimes, um, or champion update in this case, mm-hmm. exploration. A lot of times, the first kit you do isn't the one you end up shipping. I oh, mean, okay. I could probably sit here and ramble about like five or six different kits Shen had. Well, um, well I, I need to. I'm sorry, I need yeah. to pause on this. What? What? Tell me, like, what was the coolest ability that you could have had, or like some cool like ninja Shen kits? Because yeah. I remember seeing some spicy stuff from back in the day. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was all sorts of ones that I think on another champion could have worked, possibly. Sure. Um, but some of the cool ones, there was a version where, like, when Shen stood still for, uh, like, a couple seconds, he would, like, enter this meditative state, and then he mm-hmm. could double cast his next spell. And so he tended to be this very, like, 
um, very stop and go sort of martial arts master, like a stoic monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he'd stand guy. stand in the middle of the fight for a couple seconds, and you'd see him like go, you know going into his like his key form or whatever, and then like just, just like double dash or something. Yo, some that's sick. Thing. Okay, yeah. wait, 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 one more. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. I need I need this. <laughs> but I mean, that one didn't work very well based on the demands we had, basically as a top laner kind of sure. thing, and like which it sounds and, cool. Just yeah, doesn't yeah, really yeah. Sound also, it doesn't work with his ultimate. Like there's other weird stuff yeah. going on. Yeah, um, but um, that was a cool one. We had another one that was like focused on him being more of a dive buddy. Um, I had an ability that I called Ninja Rope, where um, <laughs> Ninja he, Rope. Yeah, he ca he cast. It was a targeted spell on an ally. You could also target a minion, and it would put a little rope on him. Yeah. Um, that's attached to you, and uh, you had to wait before you could recast it. When you recast it, you jump to their position. Okay. And so, um, uh, he would do a thing where like he'd be like you know jungler go in or something, and he would like tether to them and and go in with them. Um, and, and you could probably set that up with a shadow dash to just like teammates are bringing Shen with you almost anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lot of cool plays, but ultimately it also was one of those things where it's like, this could maybe go on a character, but it's probably not the right fit for Shen. I mean, in that case in particular, Shen is oftentimes not a guy who's there for the fight setup. He's there for the fight once it's like gotcha. actually yeah, starting. Sure. Moral yeah, yeah. And so like, like Power Rangers into yeah, the scene. Yeah, and so requiring that he like buddy up with an ally before the fight starts was like not really fitting into his ultimate this is, uh, I mean, this is pretty cool here because I know, I know, you know, champion update is, is always going to be a huge challenge and we've learned yeah. so much over the years and it sounds like you guys really early kind of identified the things that you really liked and wanted to stick uh you know between the r and the e especially um and then some yeah. other areas where you know you felt like there could be more and it sounds like you were really consistent about making sure that like you know even if you had some really random cool idea it, you know if it wasn't if it wasn't going to conflict with those things that we really did want to keep pure uh, you know it wasn't going to work out yeah totally um a lot of uh, i think that's one of the big differences between champion and champ up is when you're doing a new champion you have a lot of freedom to define what the character is um but you also have a lot of responsibility to, to define everything about them and that's a lot of work and then on the champ up side you have the benefit of like oh i don't have to make a whole character from scratch i have you know i just have to work a couple abilities on the flip side I have to make a whole new, you know, gameplay pattern with only a couple slots and it needs yeah. to fit into this existing pattern. So, so if so let me break it down. So we're basically saying uh passive QW, you know, like well, like when, when you guys are starting this up in the beginning, yeah. passive QW are going. Uh yeah, I mean baseline pattern is going basically right, yeah, yeah. um which E, e and R yeah. are probably staying because they're distinct and they give them a spot. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, um, R especially. E, we're like, if you have a good reason, you know, we can talk about E or d variations of E, maybe. Right. But yeah, uh, QW um, and passive, we're like, these could go for whatever reason. So, so Shadow Dash kit, and Stand United stay in the kit. Yeah. And you, you talked about, you were like, oh, well, one is like a master where he kind of hes hesitates for a bit and then attacks. And you have yeah, this yeah. other one uh, that you were talking about. But tell me about the one we landed on. Yeah. Right. How how did you get to this? And tell me a little bit about this kit. I, I think people now will have seen the Shen yep. uh, reveal. Oh uh, yeah. I hope so, so yeah yeah. So, yeah. If you <laughs> haven't pause, go read the article and come yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Shen's base pattern has changed a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, by the way, that's all I'm gonna put in the patch notes. By the way, he's changed a lot. Yeah. 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 Uh, sorry. Um, all right. So how how do we get here? So uh, yeah. So at one point we thought about uh, Shen's relationship with Zed, basically, and we were like, well. Um, Shen does these cool things with his shadow clones. Um, if Shen were to have a clone, what would it look like? Um, basically. Oh, yeah. That's um, so cool. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm well, so, so, so like we went through the different aspects we would expect his clone to be, right? Instead of being like these disposable aggressive things, it would be like this long-term sort of protective entity, right? Um, and, um, uh, 
we iterated on it a lot um, where it still was a clone, um, but it wasn't really attacking or dealing much damage on its own. And eventually we were like, it doesn't really make sense that there's this like clone character standing here menacingly all the time. He's not actually dealing damage or having any yeah, AI or casting any Having a weird really. shadow guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe maybe a little too like exactly Zed at that point. Uh, Possibly, yeah, depending on how he executed on it. But I think ultimately it was like, it doesn't really make much sense that this is a clone at this point. Um, but... Um, we still have this like other entity that he's using as a tool um, that facilitates this whole new pattern. And so um, we were like, well, what kind of things does Shen, you know, what are iconic to Shen? And we ended up talking about his swords and how he has um, these two swords on his back. And we were like, well, if he's rep representing this sort of balanced duality thing, we could sort of split those swords up and one could be sort of his mortal sword and one can be his spirit sword. And so um, the the spirit blade is like representing his connection to and his responsibilities towards that sort of other spirit realm. And, uh, you know, obviously you can see in gameplay how he utilizes it where it's not fighting on its own. It's sort of this like ability, this thing that he can sort of sure. um, fuse with and use. Um, yeah, to fight. I, I, by the way, I get so excited when I see him in game because I do think that is really a cool idea. Like he has this tiny little blade, yeah, yeah, that, or whatever that he just normally attacks with, <laughs> and then you like summon the soul blade of your father, and he just yeah, like yeah. has this super cool three hit animation thing. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I just yeah, the Shenpai did a really good job on the art on like animations. Yeah, yeah, I was not a big fan of Shen yeah. before, and now I just love looking at him in yeah. game. Yeah, because yeah, the yeah. blade is so. This cool. is a really cool, uh, cool case of one of those ones where where we didn't, you know, we didn't go full scion level or anything like that. But he's actually got some really sick art updates and just kind of general general support for you know what what originally I think was kind of a gameplay focused update. But I, yeah, yeah. I saw that page and I was just like, whoa, what? that that's that's a new Shen. Yeah, I mean, Shen was a character that uh, we thought a lot about, like, possibly going more experimental on his character, but ultimately we are like, when you look at the Shen splash art, that's a really cool character, Shen's actually. cool, man. Yeah. yeah, like, if we can just deliver that well, like, sure. we got a sweet champion. Let's not, you know, let's not overthink things here. Cool. So I know you were talking uh, about the sword, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like... Uh, Oriana is a, is a character that a ton of people have loved. Really, you know, really mm. was uh, you know kind of an out there league champion uh, when she first showed up, and has been really popular over the years. Really beloved by a lot of players. I feel like there's obviously kind of some inspiration there, but but in a really cool way. In that, if I'm if I'm correct, it seems like he almost has a little less control at range, obviously, about where his yeah, where yeah. his his implement is going to be. Um, yeah. But uh, but you know, kind of reinforcing that that like melee centric approach he has to have. He always has to be pulling it through his enemy. Yeah, that was something we were really careful about throughout the design. Was like we don't want this character feeling too mage like sure. um, or too much like Oriana or something like that. Um, and that's that's why his ultimate cast paradigm is only I can casting it to my current position, so that requires me to to position myself really aggressively. And the fact that it doesn't like deal damage on its own, the fact that like um, I need to actually get up in the fight and actually beat people up and you know be the hero here, gotcha, um, was a big part of the design. Sure, yeah. Well, so you know, Shen is like we had talked about a little earlier. It almost felt like he was always he was one of those guys who almost was always was too strong or too weak, and and maybe that mm -hmm. was just because he was so reliable and it, it pretty much becomes pure numbers at that point. I don't really know, but that's what people like you always tell me. Mm. Uh, it, do we think now he's going to be at a point where I guess he has more uh, levers, as, as you guys say, to, <laughs> to kind of um, to manipulate, to, to kind of get him in more of a sweet spot? Uh, well, um, I don't know if levers is the term I would use, but yeah, I mean, like, uh, this is a character who cares a lot more about context and, and, and execution yeah, sure. than Live okay. Shen does, right? Well, I think there's, there's a lot of, I mean... For instance, right, uh, old Chen, faint is just, 
it's a brainless ability that's always good, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, am I taking damage? Press faint. Uh, and there's a little bit of a thing, I guess, where it's like, oh, am I going to run out of energy if I do this? Am yeah, I not yeah. going to have enough for, for stuff? But it feels like the new uh, faint, I don't know what it's called. Do you know, Does it have a cool name? Uh, are you talking about the passive or the W? The The W. Uh, the W is called Spirit's Refuge. Ooh, well, the spirit. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like that ability, <laughs> the Spirit's Refuge, yeah. uh, is super cool because it's like, all right, are there attacks I can block or not? Right? Like, is yeah, are yeah. there cool things? Well, I can your allies do? play into it too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Shen cares a lot about like the nuances of how a fight plays out sure. with this new kit. Um, obviously. Um, his W uh, is a big deal regarding like you know who on my, my enemy team uh, has auto attacks and who mm -hmm. do I think they're going to focus and can I uh, you know play out this fight in such a way where I can be next to the allies so I can QW and save them or something yeah. like that. Um, and and Shen sort of amps up his dive buddy characteristics with his QW um, because if his ally is, is willing to go deep in the fight with him, that's really awesome, right? He can R onto him, he can E, he can QW, and the, the ally will be there fighting with him, and they both get the benefit of the dodge and all that stuff, so that's really cool. And then, um, obviously, the Q also cares a lot about matchups. Um, he tends to uh, want to try to zigzag and tiptoe around characters that he has access to, and so he cares a lot about like what kind of threat um, the enemy team will will have, and also like who can he actually get to. Um, uh, so like if you're in top lane, for example, you care a lot about the difference between whether the opponent's ranged or melee, right? If they're melee, yeah. you're going to do a lot of like, oh, I'm going to try to tiptoe around them and do sure. these cues, or, or you know, or like, do they have targeted spells, or do they yeah, have yeah. like ba you know, on hit uh, like basic attack abilities, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I love this a lot uh, because you end up with a situation where when when we're playtesting, you know, you'll see like, oh, there's a Shen and he's doing pretty well, or 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 he's doing pretty average, and then you have a good Shen player who is very meticulously watching those basic attack interactions, you're like, well, he's never dying, and these yeah, allies yeah. are never dying, right? Yeah. Like, And so the true mastery curve with Shen here actually shows itself that becoming really good at this champion is going to let you do a lot of crazy things, where I think before... Uh, you know, he never really felt that appealing from, I would say, a mastery curve perspective. Right, right. You don't see a lot of, like, frag videos of... Yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not like, here's my, like, here's my, here's my, you know, there's someone whose entire thing, YouTube, <laughs> uh, there's, there's someone, shout out to Red Mercy, whose entire YouTube, uh, like, contingency is based on Zed. And him yeah. teaching people to play Zed. You can and do it's that on Super Zed. cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Right? And you're not going to be like, all right, here goes Shen Tips. Yeah, yeah. Is someone in front of you? Dash at him. <laughs> Watch yeah, the yeah, map yeah. to yeah, shield yeah. a person. Yeah. Keep that energy up. Yeah, yeah you know, and, and so uh, I love I love that. I love that that is now on this champion. Yeah, um, and in general, we were like, um, Shen is a character, so he is a tank, and he's going to buy tank items, but, like, among tanks, he should probably feel the most, like, dexterous and the most, like, agile kind of character among tanks, and he's someone whose defenses should come from skillful play and not sure. just like i'm a stat sponge who just soaks up damage like this yeah big yeah it seems head. like it seems like it's really gonna matter where he's standing both for uh you know for the defensive ability as as well as pulling the sword through people yeah totally like the your ability to pull swords correctly is going to affect your passive resets which is sure. is a huge portion of your tankiness um and also and your damage output right also your, your damage your output, absolutely yeah and then obviously your your choice of where and how to w is also a huge deal and so this is a character whose defensive pattern has moved a lot out of like i'm gonna sponge soak every thing with just you know standing around and more towards uh, for a tank i actually don't have super high base stats here i need to actually really actively use my defensive abilities correctly in the fight sure. 
I'm I'm curious about uh his his energy and and just kind of general uh you know variability usage. I feel like you know a complaint with with uh you know original Shen was kind of uh you know difficulty with re- uh, energy regen and and then also just almost you know in some cases it would not be worth casting uh, one of the abilities in favor of making sure that you can cast the two others. Uh, yeah. Do we feel like we've improved on that at all, or was that not actually an issue? And I'm just crazy. Uh, I mean, energy was something that, um, is, is contentious internally, actually, like within design, sure. um, at right, there's a lot of different opinions about what we should do with things like energy. Um, what did you do? Uh, Mark? for Shen, um, we didn't do anything crazy experimental on him. Um, okay. it's still a similar general thing where it's like, Hey, we're going to reward you for taking, uh, risks and staying in fights, um, which a lot of energy characters do. Um, and if you're just going to like peel disengage forever and just escape all the time, you're probably going to run out of energy. Um, and beyond that, we didn't uh, push things too much. So with the new one, like if you're generally like keeping up with your fight and you're using your cues and you're hitting things, your energy will probably stay reasonably up most of the game. Um, but if you're like, hey, I'm just going to be this tricky, you know, uh, guy who's, uh, you know, going to e all over the map and just keep spamming spells and not really pay attention to my energy bar, you're probably going to, you know, not yeah. be able to cast this spells. Is, it definitely feels like this is a champion that you were going to fail on sometimes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that when you fail. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna know you're gonna be like oh well I sure. I didn't put my sword through someone I didn't do you know I, I, <laughs> isn't that always a problem yeah, yeah that's if like, you have a sword and you didn't I, put I it will say somebody. most yeah. of my personal failure cases in life are because I didn't put a sword oh. through someone successfully <laughs> it's just like it's oh, so I didn't violent. he's probably pretty mad about it afterwards <laughs> yeah. I know that was a yeah. little rude uh, I want to I, I want to ask you a question here um, I want to know uh, for you personally because you know in the beginning we were talking about this is. Uh, you worked on a lot of QA things, and Shen has kind of been your baby for a long time. Yeah. I want to know, what what do you find was, like, the biggest challenge for you? What was something that you, you maybe didn't even think you could do or you thought was a really, like, took a lot out of you personally to execute? Um, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think— Thanks. Uh, I made it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, overall, like, the Shen project, the hardest part for me was definitely coming up with the, the the actual pattern that really fit the character. I think, like, I got there and I was all, like, excited to try all these crazy new things, right? And I was like, you just really you know, go mad scientist. let's go crazy and make this whole new, d- yeah, new yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. <laughs> and then like, they kept failing, and the reason was almost always... There could be something here, but this is not for Shen. This doesn't gotcha. work with this ultimate, or this doesn't work with this character or something like that. And it was like, well, we need to really... Um, like sit down and appreciate the kind of patterns that this R is calling for and this character is calling for and and how should Shen be moving in a fight and how should he be moving around the map and, and does this kid actually work with that? And that took a while. It took, I don't know, several months before we really had a kit that we were like, let's actually move forward with this. So, I, so you kind of had that. to you kind of had to like stop being stubborn a little bit in like trying to force these things that didn't work. Uh, and I think it was also it? like um, not to get too attached um, when you're sure. prototyping things. You know, like you need to be ready to kill things like while they're still on paper, even if everyone in the room likes it. Like if a good analysis comes up, it's like this is not going to work. Like you need to really think it through because yeah, you can spend months m- and months and months. And I did spend months and months working on <laughs> kits that did not fit the character. You know? Yeah. Um, no, I, I think there's there's tons of that. I, actually, there's a little bit of trivia for people. Uh, we the name for uh for a champion for like a new champion is like the last thing that we come up with mm. to solve that issue of getting attached like you're talking about because we we would, we'd have all the time uh you know way way back in the day where you would have a name and everyone would be like well no don't get too stuck to it because we don't know anything else and I kind of feel like that lesson has always been uh instilled in me at, at a young designer age where you're like yeah, yeah. where you're like don't you know you can't get attached to uh you know Kraken priestess. 
which was, <laughs> which was a lousy yeah, yeah. thing, right? You yeah, know, yeah. Where, where if everyone has a cool pet name, they're going to do it. And I think in, in Champion Update, that's definitely a big one, right? It's like mm. a, sometimes you got to let it go yeah. uh, or, or you're not going to find the thing that's really going to make people really happy. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, that <laughs> was, I agree. That was <laughs> incredibly deep. Well, look, look, man. That's, that's, that's what you call me for, Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> so something you said earlier, uh, you just kind of wrapped things up, got me got me pretty excited, which was just the, the idea of him being kind of a reverse Zed. Um, I, you know, there are those those matchups throughout League that just happen to, like, really kind of be cool. Just, you know, two characters' kits uh, interact in such a way that they create really fun, you know, uh, gameplay and, and, and spectating even. Yeah. Do, uh, does that happen at all in this case? Am I reaching? Does this new Shen have like a really fun matchup at all with Zed? How's that play out? With Zed, uh, I haven't played too many Shen versus Zed matchups. Now that I can think about it, we've mostly been playing him in, in top and jungle with like peppering of support here and there. Um, but we haven't tried versus Zed. That actually sounds like it could be kind so, of exciting. Like tomorrow or the next day, I'll yeah, play yeah. Zed top against yeah, you. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, like a lore fight of top yeah. lane. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I feel yeah. like I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it goes pretty heavily in Shen's favor. Shen builds uh, a lot of tank items. Yeah, uh, I mean, armor stacking Z- would probably be pretty Zed's good. Zed's probably trying not to doesn't, fight that. Doesn't Zed dodge, dodge the hell out of his spirit sword, though? Yeah, yeah, Zed, Zed's got some mobility that's Oh, there's definitely out, some trickiness, then, but at sure. a certain point, you're like, he's, Shen's like, out of energy, I need to beat this tank. Uh, uh, and <laughs> yeah. Shen's just like, nah, man, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Come to me, spirit sword. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really it could be, but like, are uh, you telling me we updated the VO? No, oh, no, okay. I, I wish, I w- yeah, I wish we had. I, I wish it was like, have at you, Spirit oh, Blade. No. Um, yeah, but I mean, Zed does have the advantage of like Shen's W doesn't do as much to Zed as it would to like a Jax or Relly or something like that. Sure. So um, he mostly has to worry about the shield and the items he's buying and not as much the uh, the dodge effect. So right, he's well, got that going I for him. eagerly await that matchup. And what, uh, what, <laughs> what, what are you most excited to see uh, when Shen is live and in the hands of players? Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot for me to be excited about. Like, I in general, like, uh, this is a character that when we're playing him in playtests, like, we're still like feeling the mastery curve on this character, sure. and it's like, oh wow, like, there's this thing I wasn't thinking about. Yeah, it's that's like, different. Oh, you know, when I'm queuing, I want to like err on the side of the edge of the map so it like cuts across the middle more, or like, you know, when I'm eqing in, I want to be mindful of like where my next queue will start, and there's all sorts of like these considerations, and so in general, just like. How people master the queue is probably the area that I'm most excited for. And I think also, like, uh, at higher levels of play, I imagine there's going to be a lot of cool plays with the W where people are like, oh, we're going to do this coordinated dive buddy thing and be just immune to auto attacks for a couple seconds in this fight. Yeah, I believe we, I believe we did use the word, uh, the scary word, unkillable in the reveal article. So I'm a little, uh, I'm, defi- I'm <laughs> well, definitely excited I, for those YouTube videos. Yeah, I yeah. definitely think there's the, you know, like I'm sure you've seen the the Phoenix 1v4 Azir outplay where, where he gets a quadra kill and the <laughs> that's, guy, that's dope, they, yeah. they all try to dive him. And and I'm always, I'm excited for one where like Shen is really low or yeah. Shen's ally is really low. And I love those because you hear the casters get more ramped up and free. They're like, they're like, oh, well, well this is going to be your standard dive. Oh my God, what was that? And, yeah, yeah. and like knowing Shen moving around and moving the blade so someone yeah. like double lift is able to get a pentakill because he's got his Shen buddy with him is uh there there will definitely be moments like that yeah sure, yeah for yeah. sure especially in like 2v2s a lot of times I see when like with the Shen when there's like a jungle fight or something like that like you see a lot of really cool plays with like the interactions of his W and his Q and like sure. trying to coordinate with them I'm definitely seeing it now you talk a ton about how he was one of the most reliable champs and we've in- uh, injected uh, what seems like a healthy dose of uh, you know variability you know skillful expression all that stuff so hopefully yeah yeah honestly uh, I'm pretty dang excited I'm gonna be terrible Thank with you. him but I am excited <laughs> I'm excited to be terrible I, yeah with I him. think most people take a couple games to learn um, like myself 
included and, <laughs> and are like competitive players. Um, like I played him for a couple days and then I watch a competitive player and I'm like, this guy's such a scrub. He doesn't understand how he's <laughs> Yeah, it kind of terrifies <laughs> me that you guys idiot. are saying you're still learning yeah, even though yeah. you've been playing him for months yeah, and you yeah. freaking made him. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to have a great time, I'm sure. All right, Mark. Well, uh, I am excited, as I said. I'm sure all the players are as well. And I just want to thank you for coming out to chat with uh, Scarborough and I. Uh, Thanks for having Players me. out there. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the players. Uh, players out there, yeah. thank you for listening in as always. And uh, make sure to comment, rate us, review us, give us validation. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like, and all that so we can keep getting better. Uh, appreciate you guys listening in. Take care.